Welcome. This is a super important podcast about hair. Question mark. Featuring Ryan Teal and Stephen Adams as your co-hosts. Let's begin. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the part that we're starting is always the hardest. Yeah, totally. like, where do we start? We like to start okay, with I've known this one for many, many, many years. I've worked with this one many, many years ago. So it's nice to be sitting here amongst two people that bring back from them. Oh, awesome. That makes me feel good. Yeah. So Thank for you. those of you who don't know, those of you who don't know, this is uh, the Oscar Bond. Um, I was a straight up like hair nerd stalker, you know, before before I ever met him. Um, and I was asked to come to work at uh, Lonza one time. I'm like, wait, is Oscar Bond still working there? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And they're, and they're like, well, how much is your pay? I'm like, I, I would almost, I would almost have paid to work at Lonza so I could have worked next to this man. So, so, uh, I'm really excited that, that he's a real dear friend of mine and that he's on our podcast. I'm glad you guys are doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that and music thanks. coming from? <laughs> and, and it's it over. nice you had Gordon on, on prior to me. Yeah. Um, I do feel like Gordon and Hold myself for a second. are like the older generation. And it's our, it's our job to kind of yeah. get back to people. I think Gordon is one of the best at oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's like... I think he really, truly is in touch with what's happening in our industry. Yeah. He's got his finger on the pulse. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, though I'm yeah. looking like it, man, I would trust him. <laughs> yeah, I would trust him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. I would. <clears throat> so, tell us a little bit about your history. Like, how did you get into hair? Let's start there. Like, I why did you become I, a hairdresser? I didn't grow up thinking I'd be a hairdresser. I grew up, I didn't do very well at school. Uh, my dad was a bank manager. My dad said I could leave school if I did an apprenticeship. Uh, the apprenticeship available was hairdressing. I, I did it as a job, like you know. Right, like unemployment was really high. I wasn't very smart. Where, 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 where was this? This was in London, and I was young. I was very young, so I had no idea that what I was getting into, I was going to have a really like rich, rich career. Out of it. Uh, I, and I told people this. It's kind of interesting. Like I was 14. I started. I was a shy kid. I was told exactly what to do, and it really helped me. I was told you got to be in a good mood, you got to keep your shoes clean, you got to shave, you got to this. I was directed really well, right. and, and those things carry through uh, uh, your whole career. I think yeah. I, I was really fortunate. People told me exactly what I'm meant to do. I'm not very good learner. I'm not very. But I kind of took it. They made me good because it made them good, and that's right. how the whole thing kind of was sustainable. Okay, I was lucky. So you started. How old were you? 14, 15? Yeah, 14, 15. Wow. Um, and uh, it was a good time to be a hairdresser because it was uh, right around the late 70s, I guess. And uh, women were really empowered. Right. So it was a, Vidal would never been able to do what he did unless it was perfect timing. It was perfect timing that women were going from like Leave it to Beaver, they were kind of expressing themselves more, mini skirts, all this, that, and the other. So I wasn't in that era, I was in the next one. It was the 70s, there was Farrah Force, yeah, there was, was all like, this, that, there and was the other. The... Yeah, the Coupe Sauvage, everyone had a perm, this, that, and the other. But it was the very kind of the beginning of punk rock. There was yeah, the Sex yeah. Pistols, mm-hmm. you saw people on the streets with these like bizarre colored hair. It was the very beginning. I worked for a company that was really on that edge. So it was a, it was driven by music, it was kind of exciting. There, most people had never had a good haircut, so right. it was easy. It was, okay. Now, the Did you, you started at Sassoon then? Yeah, and okay. I, was there, I was there for several years, I guess. 
um, the level between good and bad hairdressers then was like this. Now it's like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it's got much more competitive, much much harder. But I I really enjoyed my, my training. I enjoyed being a stylist. I got put into education. I enjoyed that. Uh, it's been great. You hear all these people at shows say that you can wear whatever you want, do whatever you want. It is like that. I mean, it's one of the last free enterprises out there. Yeah. But it also means that if uh, if you don't make it, it's your own fault. Right. You, know, like, <laughs> you get out of it what you put you into get, it. Generally in life, I'd say, like yeah. whatever you put into something, you get out of it, whether it be relationships, whether it be work. And I've been really lucky to enjoy work. I'm 57, I still wake up not hating work. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll never retire. Yeah. No. So after Sassoon? Uh, I came out to the US and I was really intrigued by the US and I fell in love uh, with Wendy mm -hmm. and uh, I kept doing more and more trips out here then I decided I'll move out here so I moved out here and I worked in a salon briefly in, in Pittsburgh some deep roots to Pittsburgh the penguins <laughs> and then I wasn't really making it in the salon side at all like that I was a really good haircut I don't know any color it take a long time I was a good educator I didn't know how to do things so I started doing like some night classes and they would turn me on to things I had a big break with Interparfure being a big member I did a lot of work for them met a lot of people um, and then finally after a few years of doing just a lot of education I was doing the same thing each year I'll get paid a bit more but doing the same thing uh, the owner of Vader Horse Rattlebacker took me out to dinner offered me a job that's what I made and I said yes yeah um, I moved to Minneapolis for uh, uh, for that year yeah. Hey, it's, it's cold. Well, yeah. it's a great city. I think it's, they should bomb it. It's, it's cold in the winter, but it was the least amount of cold I've ever dealt with. I live in New York, when it's cold, you walk around it. Yeah, yeah. When it's wet, you walk around it. Whereas right. in Minneapolis, I drove in buildings, and then I could walk through skyways, and you could have an electric plug on the front of your car. You could plug it into a restaurant. <laughs> Nine hundred ten, I was to pull it out, driving out. You better keep on going. It's fine. But, but that year was good, and then uh, Veda was opening an institute in Manhattan, and Horse asked me if I would do it, and I was dying to do it. Like, I really wanted to, not get out of Minneapolis, but it's a big opportunity. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was on, on Spring, Spring Street. Street. Yeah. yeah, and I was there for a few years, I guess, and uh, Veda was about to be get, uh, kind of getting sold, yeah. and I didn't know if I'd fit into the new plans for many reasons. And, uh, one young little young lady said, why don't you open a song? I think it's a really good idea. And I was like, what? And I kind of figured, my wife's a little more savvy than I, but we opened a salon in Soho. I didn't have any clients. She had moved up from DC to have any clients. Beautiful so, salon, though. Yeah, it, was, it was a groovy salon. A great salon. Yeah. And it was, uh, I, it was right around the time there was a Kevin Cosmo movie called Field of Dreams. Yeah. Like, if you build it, they yeah, will they, come. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, if you build it, they walk right by. It. They kind of go, <laughs> hey, like this. And you're like, ugh. So it was when you're, when you're, I was probably spending more in a month than I was earning past years, and I needed help. And this industry, if I ask people, they give you help. Yeah. Uh, and we worked really hard. We built a really good salon, and we had it for like, like 12, 13 years. Yeah. And you had, I mean, you had Vivian McKenna working there. Yeah, Vivian. You know, one of the keys to everyone's success is who you put yourself around. And I've been really fortunate, sometimes not through choice, but by by. Uh, 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 by chance rather than choice, but I've always had really good people around. So Vivian was a, still is a, a really good friend. She's probably the best at what she does. Yes, um, I would agree. And I've seen her grow from. She wasn't, she wasn't able to put a pin in some of her when when I first met her. 
brilliant haircut, but then all of a sudden she's mastered every single facet of this industry. Yeah, yeah, wow. she has. Yeah. Yeah. She, she really, really is the best. So we had the salon and we sold the salon to open a school and that wasn't the greatest success due to building we bought. And also a great school though. It was, it was a really pretty, it was you a really pretty it? location. Yeah. Well, one of the rare people that saw it. <laughs> I did not see it. So no. where, where? It was in Bloomfield, uh, New Jersey. We bought a building and we done the full build out. And right, at, right at the end, we had one of the tenants was a military recruitment center and a marine center on fire. So, but it wasn't enough damage. It was just yeah. enough to really mess you up, like small oh, damage. Yeah, yeah. So we tried to kind of get out of that hole and didn't happen. So finally, we got rid of the building, everything, and, and we, we both need jobs. Yeah. <coughs> Ryan, as he said, was uh, with Lanza on our not the same team. He had joined Atari Hanzo and he's talking about what a great job it is, what a great fit that I would be. It just so happened for the first time in. 25 years, I needed a job. When you own your own business, I know, I you've got a job. <laughs> you know, if you Like if my salon closed, I would be like, you need a job. I would yeah. have to find so a job. So I didn't know what to do. You're in a big quandary. I was in my 50s. I'm like, what am I going to do? And Ryan goes, why don't you speak to the guys? I like, oh, well, So I said, um, I gave him a call, Andrew Reeves, and they go, why don't, why don't you, are you going to be in Vegas? And if I was or I wasn't, I was going to be there. Yeah. So when and I had an extra room, didn't I? Yeah, yeah you see yeah, in my room. Yeah. It was that dodgiest hotel ever. <laughs> yeah. Westgate. Thank you. It used to be the Hilton. LBH, yeah. yeah. Now it's gone through more changes <laughs> than, yeah, yeah. than anyone. So um, I go to Vegas. I see, I've been in the industry a long, long time, but I saw a whole side of the industry or world. I've always been in those networks of a Vader of Love. Yeah. 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 And I've always been in they're a full spectrum of across the board. Yeah. So it wasn't just a job. I found something that's been a really good fit. It's been three, three years, three plus years ago. And, and, it, and it's been great. I do realize after watching a company that, that made shears and grew so fast that I think all of our success sits right in front of us and we can't even see yeah. it. Yeah. We've all used shears for years. Not one of us thought, hey, I wonder what I, you know, how to make this better. So. Good luck yeah, to them. They've uh, done super, super well. Yeah, yeah they have. They have. So awesome. you have a ton of stories, and you know what story I'm going to make it, make it tell. Not everything. My favorite, no, my favorite story. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> not that one. Everything <laughs> not a great story. No, 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 no. The, like the, uh, story. the, uh, the, the scissor, um, you steal the scissors out of Assassin, and like, you sit down in the, the tube and... Oh, no, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> That's my favorite have, story. We used to have these training nights. Every night after work, and you would stay there with a stylist, and they would take you through a haircut, and they would really, like, tell you how to stand. They would really help you out, like, the training. That uh, 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 was fantastic. Luckily, back then, we used small shears, which were 4.5s. I don't know how, but I put them in my front pocket. And I go to the underground, which is the train, and I sit down, and I go, oh, there's these, I'm like, oh, and I was a shy kid, and people, people are like, oh, you okay, son? I was like, couldn't swear, but, so when they go in, they kind of, they, they open, you're like, I got a pair of scissors in my tummy, like, in my, in my belly, so you can't stand up, so I remember, like, someone helped me, you know, and, uh, oh, yeah. my God. Uh, what, the next day? Oh. You, you, you went to work the next day? Yeah, I, I've never missed much work. That's awesome. I've been very, very fortunate health-wise, but also one of the best habits you can have is get up and go to work. Yeah. Yeah. If either of those two things don't happen... Except when you're stung by a stingray. 
Yeah, I've got stung by a stingray. I, yeah, I have no luck. Yeah, yeah, I have no luck in like um, tropical waters. <laughs> <so. laughs> I went to Mexico. Crocodile hunting. Over the Vader for a big photo shoot, and yeah. I got followed by a pelican for like five days. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you come out of a restaurant, it's like. <laughs> the pelican, very intuitive creature. Um, and then we went down to Fort Myers and ran in the Gulf of Mexico, and I thought I got bitten by a crab. I had a hole in and right through my foot. Oh man. Big crap. Yeah. yeah, I have no success. So vacations aren't the best times for me. So <laughs> vacations do not inspire you as in being a better hairdresser or do they like You know, I get to travel a great deal and that's been something that I wanted to do as a kid. I never thought I'd do it as much as I've done. You learn a lot travelling, you miss some things at home, like yeah. things that you can't get get back, but it's always been part of the infrastructure mm. of yeah. my life. I meet some of the nicest people in the smallest places. Mm -hmm. yeah. I do some of the most interesting things in. So it's really good to see little towns, big towns. It's all, it's, I'm not a very well-educated person, but that really, really helped me just yeah, right. all that. Yeah. No, that's that's really cool. What I'm, always, I'm curious about, I, I may even ask this question to you there, Ryan, because neither of you are in a salon full-time. You're both out on the road educating. How do you make yourself inspired to do new things and to push yourself when, you know, you know, it's like, I always push myself with the employees alongside of me or the people I work with. They, I'm always trying to bring something to them. What helps you or pushes you to do something yeah, new instead of getting stuck in the same yeah, thing? I do a lot of hands-on classes and seeing some people do things wrong Things or the way they kind of construct it in their mind, all the way. So sometimes you see really good work that was done bad, or really bad work that was done good. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I like that. And, I'm, and I'm always around something different. Yeah. Every single week, it's a different city with a different set of people. So you just pick things up. You see some people do things uh, you know, like the way Wayne uh, Tucker does all that. Mm -hmm. Man, I mean, yeah. So it's always around you. Okay. So you just keep looking at it. Airports are really good to look at people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Gordon Miller was just saying that. It's a wash when they go by. See, see, I, don't, I get, uh, myself, you ask me how, how I get inspired. Uh, what I do is, like, when I, I pack for this show, and I always tell people, nobody believes me, when I pack for a show, I will shut my eyes and pull three things out randomly out of my bag. And so when I get there, I just hope that, I mean, I just throw monkey wrenches in all of my classes just to see if I can work out. A good example is, as we taught a class yesterday, where we had no format. I had no idea what we were, what we were going to do when we walked in. We didn't in. have really any topic, anything. anything. we did a 90-minute class, and everyone that was there loved it. And it's one of those, I love shooting from the head, and a lot of people don't like it. I, myself... I, I love. I think he undervalues himself. Sometimes. <laughs> Even though he says he shoots from the hip, you're pretty well prepared, knowing that whatever happens, you're gonna make it happen. Sure, yeah. Sure. yeah. I love a bit of preparation, but it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't prep. You don't prep. That, that's when you shot. Yeah. Well, it's just. <laughs> you just work I think, on the I, No, I think sometimes you get. Um, you can over, not overplan. Things are important. Times are important. Yeah. yeah. This, that, and the other. But when it comes to actually what you're gonna do on that minute. I agree. I agree. So, how do you see that? that kind of like shifting gears. How do you see um, uh, hair shows? I mean, we're at a hair show. Like, like you know, Gordon said that 
we kind of the hair shows kind of took a little bit of a hit this year. Premier did a great job this year, but he said that all the other shows kind of you know fell back. How do you see hair shows, and, and, and you know, are they going to be around? Do you love them? Do you hate them? I mean, like, there's so many opinions about it. What, what do you think? You know, they'll always be around because there's always new people coming in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, there's always new new exposures for manufacturers. They have had, they've changed a great deal. I think one because of us as uh, uh, attendees, we're seeing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just just too much. There's also kind of a big power play in distribution of, and certain manufacturers, mm -hmm. certain mm -hmm. manufacturers don't partake. Um, but I think this year the shows have been somewhat. The education has been really good. Uh, the attendance of this show has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, this is a... So maybe some shows will really thrive and some won't. Yeah. I thought Long Beach did a really good job this year. They always do as well, yeah. And I think this yeah. one was also a bit better than Naha, so now it's yeah, going to be definitely yeah, better, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, it's still a place to see new things. It's still a zoo. Yeah. You, you still see the worst of the industry, you see the best of the industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like the best place to, like, if you want to see the temperature of like where our industry is it's like great to like yeah. just wander the floor right? yeah that's a good way to do it and it's my feet hurt but i, I always enjoy it i always yeah. enjoy it there's always pe pe people i meet like you become when you do so many shows you know the people at the other booths it's nice yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Man, camaraderie. Yeah. yeah you hope everyone does well at the show so i and like coming to them this is where i get to hang out with my friends yeah. this, this one we've been doing classes i've been doing them with uh cole thompson the attendance has been fantastic yeah yeah cole's really good so what sort of advice like if you were starting over again in the industry or not starting over if you were like starting your, your career right now what sort of advice would you give you you know like, like what would you give somebody who's coming up in the industry Yeah, yeah, I've been, exactly. I've been lucky like that. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it's like you, that's great advice. That's awesome. Yeah. Really good piece of advice that's worked out really good for me is I'm nearly always in a good mood. Have you ever met me in a bad mood one time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I was gonna say I don't think I ever have. No, you saw me in a bad mood one time. Actually, we used to but, call each other just bitch for hours. Actually, <laughs> there's one guy. Actually, two guys. You know, someone says something mean to Wendy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember no, that. I, I don't get. But generally, for 43 years, I've been in a good mood, and it helps your day. Yeah. yeah. You're in a good mood. It helps you in a good mood. You get through your day, yeah, yeah. and it's easy to be in a miserable mood. So every day, I kind of put myself in a good mood. I saw my mom and dad do it every day. They they were happy people and went to work every day. So that was kind of the keys. If you didn't see that, you gotta you gotta make it happen. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I think I thrive on if you if you're in a if you're in good spirits and a good mood, then people want to be around you. Oh, that's cool. That's a good one. Yeah, I think that's great. So structure. I'm just gonna recap oh, yeah, all this yeah, because yeah. here's the like, thing. So the things that I got out of what you just said, things that really will help with hairdresser, structure. Yeah. Best education. Yeah. That you actually put some time in researching. Choosing a salon that fits and then it might not be always the be easy, happy. It might not be the easiest one, either. right? And definitely don't always just choose the easiest. And now, if you walked up to any person that is in an old people's home or something like that, yeah. uh, and you say, "What's the two most important things?" I guarantee you, one of them will be happy. Yeah, it's really difficult. And the other one is pretty difficult. So I think a turning point in my career was when no. I wanted to be like you. I wanted to be like you. I wanted to be like you. Yeah. You, you can't and be someone else. You, you have to cannot yourself. be someone else. And yeah. even for the bad exactly. reasons, like, you know, I, I hated the fact that I stuttered, so I didn't talk much. But nowadays, I think, if I could read it, if I could have the confidence I had as a kid, that would have worked to my advantage. Right. But I was very well guided. Okay. Well, my pages turned for me. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I said it's been a very, very rich career. I met tons of great people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to me. Tons of great people. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan. Yeah, tons of great people. <laughs> That's a really nice way of saying Tons of nice people. Tons of nice people. Uh, no. I, I would say that I've had some of the best times with this young man here. Like that time that uh, your staff got ended up missing uh, from the hotel room in Vegas? and. That's a oh, different story. <laughs> no, can, we, can, we, can we tell that one? No. No, it's a whole Are you still happy? Yeah. You, you, you have these things called unexpected outcomes every day. And that's what you've got to deal with. It's kind of part of life. Oh. But I really enjoy it. And I hope these, what these guys are doing, give them two big thumbs up. Okay. okay. So, I got one more question. Okay. Is that cool? Okay. Do we have time for one yeah, more? Yeah, okay. You went from an apprentice to a stylist to an educator, to working for manufacturers, to like now you're working for a sheer company. So here's my question. You've gone through a whole bunch of different avenues in your career. How would you tell a stylist who wants to get into that kind of stuff? Because we have a lot of kids, a lot of people are coming right out of school and they're like, I want to be a platform artist. It's like, if you ever ask them that, they're like, if you talk to students, every time I do this interview, an interview with a student, I get that. I want to be a platform artist. If you put yourself in the right circle, like if you want to be a platform artist, you've got to be at every hair show. Mm-hmm. You've got to go to every party. You've got to meet the people that can. Don't say you've got to get wasted with having every party. Oh, I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Put that line out. <laughs> but you're constantly networking for 
And then suddenly there's someone's going to be like, you're always here, why don't you... Um, I would work for a company that gives you really good training. It might not be the, the company you really want to work for, but they get good. If you get good training, yeah. then that means a great deal. And from there you'll meet, so you're constantly networking, you're constantly trying to make lateral or forward moves. Mm -hmm. right. You never want to take a step backwards. Uh, those are unexpected outcomes. Um, but that's probably the key thing mm. is you're not going to be asked, uh, try doing some photo shoots. If, you have, if you're a stylist with a photo shoot, you have no idea what the power you have. Yeah, we were just talking. If you walk talking. in to see, if you walk in to see um, Steve and you go, look, I've got my own photo shoots, and we're like, it doesn't matter if it's crap, you've got it together. Yeah. yeah. It means something. Yeah. So put your best foot forward. That's awesome. I mean, That's we were just cool. talking to Ricky about yeah, well, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. 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 And he's, he has, He's, he's experimenting with it, but he's not putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's afraid to. Yeah, yeah. But he's gonna like, you know, yeah, he's going I, to. I think the two things that stop everything that you do in life is fear and perfection. Trying to make something perfect. Yeah. For me, I, I know for myself, I do that. Yeah. Like I used to do that with like Instagram. Yeah. I would. No, I'm too. No, it's not perfect enough. I yeah. can't put it on. Same thing with anyone that's ever written a book. It's really hard to finish it. It's mm -hmm. not perfect. Game of Thrones last episode. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was actually what I was going to ask you that question today too. What's your theory on the last season? You know, I think, <laughs> again, the ending of anything is never good. It's the same thing with The Sopranos. Yeah. You're, you're, it's meant to be how you want it to end. Are right. you James Bond? Bam. Yeah. Bam, baby. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm only kidding. I went to a seminar with you at the... Edinburgh Was that a good one? Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was there too. He was yeah, there as well. That's right. Yeah, the hairy one. You did the one. Yes. My hair was the prettiest. Good memory. Yeah. Good memory. <laughs> well done. That was a well show. I loved it. Thank good. you. That's good. awesome. Thank yeah. you. Was, I enjoy you guys did. always. Thank you. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Very Thank much. you. So God bless you. Thank you. Do I know you from somewhere? We do now. Yeah. <laughs> we're, doing, we're, doing, we're, doing, we're doing a podcast. You want to be on our podcast? <laughs> no, I'm, well, I'm, I'm shy of well, yeah. you're on it. Well, you're already on it. Your voice is on well, it already. Right. And what you said was lovely, so thank you very much. Yes. Okay. You've got something yeah. in See? Yeah, we go incognito every now and then. Yeah, it's yeah. good. That's awesome. That's how you check. It's a pleasure seeing yeah. you again. So nice to see you. Yes. Thank you. Nice God bless you all. Keep it going. And I do follow you. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. Um, well, now you, can, now you got to follow this too. Yeah. A super this? important podcast. Super. A super. Important, important podcast. podcast. Okay, I'll okay. Well, <laughs> Game of Thrones was, you know, it's been seven or eight seasons, but absolutely fantastic. I thought the ending, they did a pretty good job. I didn't like, I liked the big, big battle. I loved that. I hated the next episode, but I liked one after Which one? The, the one where she, like, destroyed uh, King's Landing? Oh, yeah. I hated that. I thought that was actually pretty good. She went crazy. Well, of course she did. Mad Queen. I was... It was five-star fuel guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, oh. the, and the fact that the throne of the anger all melted was kind of a clever part. Yeah, I, yeah. Too. I like that. I, I was almost going to drop down there because it's not alive anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd have made him like Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think like the that very last episode was a little like, eh, it wasn't my favorite. And it kind of it started, it finished like it began, like John was going up to the north. Yeah. 
there was the, you know, so the kingdoms kind of remained the same, right? Yeah, but everything yeah. went back to the same. Went back to exactly Nothing the same happened. thing. Nothing really happened. happened. So I, I think a very smart ending, really. I think they probably could have ended it after the, the, battle. Uh, the battle. Oh, the battle. <laughs> it was a jaw-dropping battle. Oh, my God. Yeah. The oh. battle was great. Five oh, more seconds with no Mother of Dragons. <laughs> yeah? Arya. Yeah. Good no job, man. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. Okay. Um, top ten. Ten? Top five. Top five. Bands. Albums or bands. bands. Easy. There'll be David Bowie. And number one. Die Straits. Okay. okay, okay. Definitely. Yeah. Queen. Okay. Abba. Okay, okay. I actually just listened to Waterloo the other day, so I, I can't really. Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder. Okay. Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I've got a whole other category. And then we've got New Order. Uh, oh, yeah. Coldplay. New Order? New Order or Joy New Order. Really? Coldplay, not Oasis. Uh, <laughs> interview order. <laughs> and last but not least, I do love a show too. Okay. Like, like a soundtrack, things like, like that. Like uh, yeah. Roger Hamstra and no, Irving Berlin. Yeah, more like British showman right now. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Surprise with that was... So... I love the signal. <laughs> so how Frozen. do... Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> how do people get a hold of you? I don't do very well social media. Okay. It frightens me. If I had a weak spot, that's what it would be. Okay. Um, uh, I have an Instagram as OscarBond007. I don't follow anyone. Okay. And you know what, I know it's really bad, but when you don't follow anyone, you don't have to follow anyone. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, and as a hairdresser, I feel like if I follow one person, I've got to follow everyone. Yeah, right, yeah. My views on social media are totally different than most people's. I would much rather be part of pretty small groups, closed groups. I bought a Leica camera to be part of the Leica. Yeah, okay. So, well, that's I, a great camera. so I feel like these big numbers will start to get smaller when you start to know those people yeah, right. and want to be in those groups. Yeah. And it might, it's not just easy being yes and then. I think actually that's where social media is going anyway. Like, yeah. I think that's the next evolution is the smaller groups in this giant close things where you, you become part of it, you might be a responsible member in that group. Yeah. Like yeah. almost little mini societies yeah. versus, yeah. I like what Gordon said about Facebook. Oh, I just find it creepy because I could be peeping Tom. Mm. Years ago, if you did that, like, I know everything about her. Yeah. You, you get arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. it seems like it's, and also I don't kind of spread my stuff on there a great deal. Everyone else does for me. So how do you, how do you, um, so I know you do a lot of travels and you're in pretty much every city in the U.S. like myself. If somebody wanted you in the salon, is it possible for them to, to have you in the salon and how do they go about possibly doing it? I do. Most of my work in the Hansen, they, they've been absolutely fantastic mm -hmm. for me. Um, I have an email at, at Hanzo, it's oscarbond at hanzonation.com. Okay. And so if you wanted uh, maybe so, them to like maybe Reeves or something like yes, that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so so it, I answer, I, I get my Hanzo Nation okay. e e e emails. Um, I think the one thing I, I really enjoy giving back is hands-on classes. Okay, okay. I'm kind of good at this. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe um, if they are watching this, they if can definitely like have to, I would love to. Okay, cool. And if anyone just wants an honest answer to a question, I'll always be up for that. Okay, but not through like text or phone or... 
Not Instagram. <laughs> Not Instagram. <laughs> you could message on Instagram. I found out what the number in the corner was. So that number in the corner, there was someone I had a message on there for 153 weeks. <laughs> Answered it. Yes. Finally. <laughs> yes. No, I was like, I could never get to the number. I didn't realize you've got to go to the home button to get the number. <coughs> I just get banging on that thing up in the corner. <laughs> So, no, I'm not the smartest at that. The, the best way is probably it's Earth, Earth through email. Okay, yeah. yeah. Awesome. 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 All right, man, yeah. me too. Thank you so much, bud. Yeah, thank you, you so know much. You know we love you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so great. And this is going to take off for you guys. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. Follow us also on